Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Fordham, and you're listening to Turn It Up, our newest show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, neo-soul, rock, gospel, country, or any random genre you can think of. Turn It Up is here to feature and help independent artists by giving you an opportunity to be heard on live radio and share your music across the globe and take your talents to the next level. By showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help make your track stand out like the pros, and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So stop procrastinating, get your demos together, and get ready to turn it up. If you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio Play or my Facebook page, this is your time to call in live. So give us a call, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Or message me on Facebook and give me the last four digits of your phone number, and I'll be sure to punch you in when I see you on the switchboard. But you can't get friends' benefits if we're not connected. So if you haven't yet, look me up on Facebook. I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. We've got an awesome show for you today. We'll be right back after this. 
a native of Richmond, Virginia, Nicole Tiavani Hardy, formerly known as Nikki Worldwide, started singing at the young age of five. News of her talent spread fast, and she was recognized by accomplished music producers and executives. By 15, Tiavani had landed her first record deal and was working on completing her first pop album. From that moment, she spent over seven years singing and recording pop and R&B music. Throughout her secular career, Tiavani realized the importance of philanthropic outreach and spent her time dedicating her talents to support causes such as HIV-AIDS awareness and women's and children's rights. Hosting events for BET Networks in 2014, Tiavani received national attention with her debut pop single and landed several major sponsorship deals, one of which led to her single release party hosted by Kevin Hart. She was also provided opportunities to work alongside mainstream artists. Despite her newfound fame and rising popularity, Tiavani still felt she wasn't truly fulfilling her purpose in life. She struggled with the negative temptations that accompany a lifestyle associated with secular music. Her talents began to suffer at the hands of drugs and alcohol, and she realized the only way to save herself was to realize who and whose she was. In November 2014, she decided to give her life totally to God and to His purpose for her. The person who was once Nikki Worldwide became Tiovani, Tiovani being her given middle name. In April of 2015, she married the love of her life, super producer William Twink the Beatman Lewis, who went on to produce her recently released inspirational EP, The Reinvention. Tiavani says, I've been blessed to be pulled from the pits of hell, and I'm not afraid to go back to help show others the light. Tiavani, welcome to Turn It Up. Tiavani, you there? Yes, Michael, I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes, I can hear you fine now. How are you? Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Um, we're actually pre-recording this show on a, a beautiful Sunday afternoon. And, you know, Tiavani, uh, it was so good meeting you at Mount Zion Baptist Church, but I was so disappointed, especially after I heard the CD you gave me that I missed your live performance. Well, I am... Sorry that you missed it as well, Michael, but excited that we still got to connect. Did you get to see it on Facebook Live, or did you get to see the playback on the DVD? Did you get to see any of it? No, I only saw the video. I saw the video, though, and um, as I told you, once I put the CD in, I was just totally floored. To tell you the truth, the first track, because I didn't know what to expect, the first track got me, and I said, wow, okay, all right, now... (laughs) This is some industry singing right here, and I can hear that, right? And um, I can hear how polished you were, and you weren't forcing. You already had a style that you were just sort of um, sharing, so to speak. You weren't really trying to put yourself out there in this music more than the message itself and what you were talking about. And uh, I was very impressed with that. And, um, And I listened to, you know, all five tracks over and over and over again on the EP for the longest time. And I really enjoyed the music, and it was something that just grew on me, and I never grew tired of. So I, I just have to give you kudos for that. Wow. You know what? It, it feels so good to hear that. And I just want to make sure, first off, you can still hear me okay. 
Yeah, absolutely. I was having some trouble with my earpiece, and I had a speakerphone with it. Oh, no problem. No problem. Okay, so let yeah. me know if you get any, any, um, any bad feedback. But I have to let you know, it feels so good to hear that. And humbly speaking, you know, I've heard that before. Whenever somebody tells me that they've been able to listen to my CD straight through over and over again, I, I have to tell you a little story that touched my heart earlier today. I performed at the um, New Life Word of God Church in Fort Lauderdale Beach, Florida, and I got a chance to minister to them. And I had a little girl that was six years old. She came to service late because her mom was running late. And when she got there, she was crying. And apparently she was crying because she heard that she had missed me sing. And so I, I got her and she sat on my lap for the whole service. But her mother told me that she literally knows all the words to every single song. And if they listen to it every time they get in the car. And I just never, ever imagined in my wildest dreams that God would use me in such a way that even small children, like five and six years old, would be excited to listen to my music. So it's just a blessing. It's not me. It's God using me. And, you know, it's a blessing to be able to minister through songs and that you all, you know, are able to receive it and actually like it. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about your upbringing. You know, give us the background before you actually got into the industry itself. Because, again, you discovered your talent around age five and and then from there, how, how did things go? Well, I'd say I was probably about four or five. Um, one thing I'll tell you, my parents were amazing at making sure that we videotaped everything. My mom to this day videotapes everything. Shout out my mom, Tanya Hardy. <laughs> she is the best momager that a girl could ever ask for. My mom is <laughs> one of the most supportive people. I've never seen somebody ride for anybody's career the way my mom rides for mine. So... I remember being like four or five years old and actually seeing um, a, a video. Well, I, I remember seeing a video of when I was four or five. I had a birthday party. I was a, I was a real handful at that age. I had a birthday party, and all I wanted to do was play Michael Jackson. So I loved Michael Jackson. I used to have my little uh, Band-Aids on. If anybody's a real Michael Jackson fan, they know Michael Jackson can wear Band-Aids for no reason. Or, or maybe he had a reason. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I do know that I was running around in my little bathing suit doing Michael Jackson moves, and I made all the kids get out of the pool in the backyard. We had a little plastic pool. And I wanted to stand in the middle of the pool and perform Michael Jackson. So I just recall seeing that, and everybody always said, you know, this this little girl is something else. We're talking family functions, barbecues, Christmas dinner. Anybody coming to dinner with my family knew that they were getting a free concert from me. So I grew up always having a mic in my hand. If it wasn't a mic, it was a hairbrush. But, you know, I always wanted to perform and I always wanted to sing. And um, I sang in the choir. My father um, is a barber by trade, but has always loved music and was a musician. So growing up, we had a, like a, a studio in our basement with keyboards. And I remember the first song I ever learned to sing was Summertime which is a very, you know, well-known jazz song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it, it, my, my, my childhood was filled with music. And of course I dreamt of being a huge celebrity. You know, I, I dreamt of being on TV and I dreamt of, of doing, you know, all the things that God has put into my life right now. I just never yeah. really knew, you know, how it would be possible, but God made a way. Yeah, he sure did. And, um, when when your career sort of took off and you went fast forward into the business, tell us about that. 
what was it like for you at, at such a young age, you know, getting your first record deal at 15? And, you know, how, how does someone at that age handle that? Well, I'll tell you exactly, you know, how it happened. I always was known to sing in school. I'll never forget being in the seventh grade. Um, I got a phone call from one of my closest friends at that time. Her name is Kelly Earl. Shout out, Kelly Earl. I haven't seen you in years. I hope you're doing well, but she, she may not know that she started it all. She had met mm. some people at the mall. See, we thought we were too cool for school back then. We was hanging out at the mall. Wasn't buying nothing, just hanging out, okay? So we um, always hung out at the mall. She met some guys that said they were producers from New York. And, mm. you know, she called me. And I had my little cell phone, and she said, girl, I want you to sing. I'm going to call these guys on three-way. They're going to make you famous. And, you know, you're 13 years old. You're like, okay, sure. She gets these people <laughs> on the phone, and I sing for them. The next thing you know, I was asking my mom if we could go to the studio with these people. Now, normally your mom is like, who are these people? Where did you meet them? This doesn't seem legit. And um, by the grace of God, it actually was very legit. They set up a studio uh, session with a guy named um, Wiz was actually um, a producer for Sony at the time and mm. I'll never forget going to my very first you know industry studio session and you know working with Wiz and a guy named Kevin Vini shout out one up entertainment Sony Records you know it was it was a big deal and I was 13 years old. Matter of fact, the first single I ever recorded was called Make You Mine. I wrote that song in my seventh grade math class. Wow. So, um, you know, a few years later, I ended up landing um, a record deal with um, a particular label. And by the time I was, you know, in 10th grade, I ended up being pulled out of school because I was really doing, you know, well focusing on finishing my album. We were getting ready to release it overseas, and I ended up being homeschooled and did online classes for the remainder of my high school career. So, so how, it was kind of how a did that impact where, you? You know, when, when you're a young lady, you know, how do you manage all of that attention and being in control of so many different things and knowing that your life didn't have some of the limitations that other kids your age might be, you know, dealing with? Well, you know what? It was, I think it helped and it hurt a little bit because mm-hmm. I was in a position where I didn't have to go to school like everybody else. I grew up very quickly. You know, I was always into to something. I, I think I, I got a sense of um, entitlement a little bit, and mm-hmm. I think that it kind of went to my head. So when I was you know, around, I was always around adults. I I didn't go to school with everybody else. So I had a lot of, you know, adult influence. Right, right. And, and, you know, that can be a little difficult because um, being around a lot of adults that you really, you know, responsibilities sort of give you the maturity you need in life. And, um, you were still at an age where some of those things were being handled for you. You didn't have to make some of the big decisions, but you were around people who were a lot more accomplished and a lot older. And um, did you find that that was a disadvantage? You know what? In a way, I, I, I think I have to say that I thank God because no matter how 
deep I got into my career or how far off track I attempted to fall. My mother is an educator. My mother has been an educator mm. for going on, you know, 40 years almost. So I had no choice but to stay in the book. So I was always mm. not only very street mm. smart, but I had a lot of book smart. So what I knew from always being a scholar in school was that I had to pay attention to everything going, going on around me. So I was able to pick up so much from the people that I was around. And I think it, it really contributed to me having the level of knowledge that I have now about the industry. Because unfortunately, I have to say, my first involvement with an actual label wasn't a, you know, wasn't um, a great one. You know, we went through some, some pretty shady stuff in the beginning of my career. And I thank God that we ended up getting out of that. You know, my first deal we got out of, but I ended up meeting somebody in the beginning of my career that is still with me today. And his name is John Howe. Um, also known as Jay Garrett. He's actually the CEO of Global Music Group. He was mm. one of my producers on um, one of my first projects when I was a teenager. We ended up leaving the company that we were with and ended up, you know, he's like a big brother to me. So mm. he not only ended up becoming my main manager, but to this day, I'm the flagship artist on his label, Global Music Group. We've been able to do a lot together. And I always believe that no matter what type of situation you're in, God always has a reason, a plan, and a purpose. So I thank God for that first deal because it helped me meet, you know, my boy, Jay Garrett. Shout out Jay Garrett, Global Music Group. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, it's time for everyone to get a little taste of, um, you know, what I've been raving about so far. Um, We're going to go with always, uh, well, no, Filthy and Far Gone first. And I think that's a great intro. I'm so happy you changed it up. I have to say, I changed it up because Jay Garrick actually produced um, Filthy and Far Gone. And I have to give you a little bit of background on this particular record because um, I stopped writing right before I stopped doing secular music. I used to write a lot of my pop and R&B songs. And um, it was prophesied to me last November, I'm sorry, November 2014, when I first changed my life around that I would write a song again. You know, someone told me that they would put a, you know, that, that God would put a song in my spirit and I would be on a plane when I, you know, received the song. And I remember flying from Florida to Washington, D.C., and God literally put a song in my spirit. I almost remember the exact part of the flight when I started to hear these words in my head. I said, wait a minute. I got off the flight. I called my boy Jay. I said, I need to go in the studio. We got to make a song. Literally, Mm. I went in the studio. He produced a track that was perfect, and I ended up writing Filthy and Far Gone. And it is so my testimony. You know, we talked about when I was younger in the industry, but as I got older, I had a persona called Nikki Worldwide. And I got to tell you that Nikki Worldwide is, you know, she was a she was a trip. And um, I thank God because I actually met my husband, Clint the Beatman, when I was. You worldwide, and he could give you a little insight on her. But she was—I say she because that person is no longer around. But she was wow, filthy and far gone is an understatement. Oh, I wow. was, you know, partying all the time. I traveled all over. I did a lot of crazy stuff, drugging, drinking, everything you hear in the song. It was my life, and it was at one point when I was ashamed to tell my testimony. You know, I was ashamed that I had started to dabble in drugs a little bit. You know, I was ashamed to tell anybody that, but it took me realizing that God was going to deliver 
you know, use my testimony to help deliver other people. So Filthy and Far Gone was the first time where I really let the world know exactly what I was dealing with. And you hear it in the beginning of the song, you know, I got a testimony and I, I'm not ashamed to share it anymore. So I have a special place in my heart for that song because it's just me living as transparent and being as transparent as possible. So I'm definitely excited for you to play it. Right, right. And for me, it, it's it, the key thing in it is like, that is your transition. I can see it there. It's in that song. This is the reason why you changed and, you know, your foundation for who you want to be and are today. Absolutely. And I have to let you all know that you all here at Turn It Up Radio are the very first people you all are the first station to play this song. Yes, it's on my EP. It's out on iTunes. It's on YouTube, but it's not in rotation, nor has it, has it been played on anybody's radio station. So get excited world about that. Premiere. I'm definitely excited. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we're here. All right. Here it is, Filthy and Far Gone. All right. On November 6, 2014, God decided to reinvent me. He gave me a new chance at life changed my name, and delivered me from a lot of demons. I introduce you, Tiavani Lewis, and welcome to The Reinvention. Praise God. I got a testimony, and I'm not ashamed to share it with you. The things he did for me, I'm here to say he can do them for you. See, I was cheating on God, but he kept being faithful to me. I was bound on all sides, but he still came and set me free. My soul was gone.
When God has a calling on your life, there is nothing the enemy can do to keep you down. Take control of your life. Wow. (laughs) You know, when I first listened to that song, I said to myself, wow, that's a hot song, but it's also a prayer of thanksgiving. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's um, bizarre because I I don't, you know, I haven't been performing that song. So even like listening to it just now, I don't listen to it as much as I hear so many of my other songs. But every time I hear it, it just really reminds me how much God bought me from. See, when you change your life around, when God changes your life around, I think a lot of people think like, oh, I'm... I'm saved now. My whole life is different, but it's a process. The enemy attacks mm-hmm. me every single day. You know, people mm-hmm. backslide on a daily basis. So it's not like um, everything is all good all the time. It's yeah. a situation where, you know, you have to really fight daily. But I thank God for for the reinvention. I thank God for reinventing me. I thank God for the transition. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I we'll talk about about this more, I'm sure, but I never want anybody to think that just because I'm not Nikki Worldwide anymore, I'm holier than thou, I'm better than than anybody because my main my main mission is to be as normal as possible. You know, God put it on my heart to really touch people that were in a place that I was in. You know, touch people yeah. that yeah. were dealing with the demons that I was dealing with. So He told me that He would really send me back to the pits of hell to get the type of people that I was dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the prostitutes, the dope boys, the street people, the people that know the type of lifestyle that I knew. So mm-hmm. I want to continue to live as, you know, as normal as possible, as, as regular as I know, and really be a blessing, not just to the people that are in the church, not just to the people that want to hear about God, but to the people that have no desire to hear the word of God. I want God to use me to speak to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's awesome. Um, one of the things I've noticed about your music is is your style of singing and your phrasing. Um, it, it really puts the message across. And even the tone of the music, there's something about that sound. In this track especially, it sounds very triumphant, you know? And um, it had a power in it as well. So there are all these things interlaced in the music that, you know, as I listened to it more and more, I kept finding just how complete the tracks are. You know, they just had so many different levels of the message, and it was just so powerful. I was just totally blown away by it. Well, I appreciate that, Michael, and I happen to have um, the guy who's really behind a lot of my sound right here with me, my (laughs) husband, my business partner, my Mm -hmm. producer, my um, big baby, (laughs) but he's my best friend. Um, you know, William Twink the Beat Man Lewis, he's actually right here with me. And before he before he says anything about his inspiration for, you know, where my music comes from, I wanna say that, you know, he does all types of music. He's been mm-hmm. on, you know, Billboard for secular music. He he's worked with he, he had a song that went um very high on the charts in Brazil. He worked with all types of artists, but we still minister together in the church. You know, my husband plays awesome. almost every instrument awesome. and mm. everyone says that we have a deliverance ministry just waiting for us. And You know, God deals with everybody at different timing. If anybody would have told me when I was Nikki Worldwide that I would change my life around and be an inspirational singer, I probably would have kept 
you know, drinking my Patron and, and smoking my weed and minding my business and walking around with my little small shorts on, like, y'all got the game messed up. But God <laughs> did it. So I say that to say that I know right. that eventually, you know, my husband does all types of music, but I know that eventually we will really expand our ministry and just mm-hmm. minister together. So I'm excited. But in the meantime, in between time, he is, uh, you know, definitely a, a big role model. He's definitely one of the top producers out of South Florida. And, um, you know, I'd love for him to share a little bit of his inspiration as to how he produces for me and how we came up with this sound. Oh, great. Well, Twink the Beat, man. Welcome to Turn It Up. Hey, what's going on, Michael? Hey, man. I, I am good. I'm so glad I am talking to you because... Again, I, I don't even know how to tell you how much I love Always There. I was oh, so man. blown away. It, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to try to calm myself down, but seriously, I couldn't even listen to the song because I kept listening to the intro over and over and over again. Because, oh, yeah, you know, the way the strings came in, and it was just like this tone. It was very majestic and kind of heavenly. And then all of a sudden there's a snare drum. I'm like, wait a second. That's a march right there. There's a, there's something going on here. And again, the music started to speak to what the song was about right away. And I was so impressed by, you know, how that transition to you finally dropped the bass I was just like, no, I just couldn't believe it. I was freaking out in my car, literally. I, I just can't even believe it. So I already knew that you were a polished producer because it, it was a phenomenal track from that standpoint. And even the 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 chorus when it came in and even that harmony between Tiavani and um, who was on this, Byron Holton. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. incredible Byron, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, when, when, when I made this track, uh, it's actually an old tra- older track. Mm-hmm. Um, Tilvani actually happened to hear it, and uh, I had my writer, one of my writers, uh, Byron. When he heard it, he just started pinning like instantly. Like he just he, he heard all the words, like everything just came to him instantly. And basically, when I made the beat, I was thinking of like uh, like like you said, like triumphant, like big. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like. Uh, like arenas, like filling up arenas, like a big sound. Oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was picturing like a, a full band playing it, you know. And I tried to 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 put that on, you know, translate that to the computers that I was working on, you know. All right. those sounds, just all those all those sounds are from a keyboard. So just right. nothing on there. Yeah, so I really tried to manipulate what I had. And you know, make make that big sound that you that you you listening to that you like so much. I yeah, appreciate and, that. And, and it was so clean because it doesn't have it it doesn't have too much of anything. I mean, that's one track that if I ever heard it again live, I want to hear it exactly the same way it's recorded. Yeah, it's no open, embellishments open. at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. I I, I just felt like it was perfect. Open, so it's easy for a musician to pick it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's easy for to listen to. You can hear everything in the in the track. It's easy to hear, you know, see everything on there. So I'm glad you yeah. like it, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the composition to me was just perfect. It was impeccable, all the way down to the rim shot when the bass drops and everything just sort of fills it in. And the, hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on. I just have to. You must be a, you must be yeah, a musician. You must be a musician, man. Oh, um, um, <laughs> <laughs> I I played in high school band. I was in marching band. That was a long time ago. But no, I mean. <laughs> I, you know, let me just say this, Twink. Um, you know, I hear a lot of music from folks who've got talent and they know how to develop a sound and, and they can do something that's catchy. But I, I hear your expertise in this track. I understand that somebody knew what they were doing when they did this. <laughs> you know, right. and this I, wasn't I, I, by I accident. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. A lot of people just think it's just. It's easy. Like I just go one, two, three, and it's like it's magic. Like nah, this is a theory. It's a it's a theory behind, you know, mm-hmm. every everything that I, I I lay down. It's a theory behind it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, Michael? I, I want to say um, just really quickly because we are a young couple. Um, you know, we are a young married couple. We're both 26 years old, and you know, oh, we've wow. got two different lifestyles that we're living, but a lifestyle we both came from. I mean, we've got a lot going on. So we've got a lot of people watching us in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, we went from being Twink the Beatman and Nikki Worldwide to being Tiavani Lewis and, and Twink the Beatman. But it's still, you know, as much as my husband has to do, as much as he does, it's amazing for me to sit down and like watch him produce a track. See, the average person, like not even me, I can't wrap my brain around. He, he's only one that he thinks in music. He, he doesn't think in words. Mm. He thinks in music, mm. and mm-hmm. to watch him produce is is bizarre. It's so crazy. So it, it is a blessing. But you know, to anybody out there that has a relationship and they're trying to keep God in it and especially if they're in the industry or if they're doing anything that's in the public light, we both just want to say, you know, keep your head up, be best friends. My husband and I, we've been through a lot and the enemy almost took us out completely just a few months ago. You know, we were, you know, ready to get a divorce. But when I say that when God has a plan for your situation, there's nothing you can do to run from it. And we're back better than ever. But I know for a fact that, you know, we've got not only music, that can change the world, but a message, you know, as a fly young couple that will touch so many people, you know, as, as cool as people might think my husband is, you know, I always joke with him because we go places and people go crazy when they see him and all types of stuff and vice versa, <laughs> even for me in some, some circumstances. But I just want to let people know that we are so normal and do things like, you know, just like everybody else. Like even right now I'm cooking dinner for the family we got like our three dogs running around and just, you know, my husband was eating a sandwich like five minutes ago. I was telling him to hurry up because I can hear him <laughs> chewing on my interview. So we just go through. the paper all out. I'm like, come on now, babe. So, you know, at the end of the day, everybody, the, the one word that we'd like to give just as a couple doing this, um, man, stay focused keep positive energy around you and respect each other's hustle because this grind, we don't get to spend as much time together as we want. You know, music is just one of the things that I do. It's my, it's the forefront of my life, but we'll talk later. My husband says I do many, many things, but we'll talk later about more that I do, but just to keep it on track. Um, you know, we, uh, 
we are just we are just excited to be working together and excited for you to play this record. Shout out Byron Holton. Byron is like a <laughs> brother to me now. He's actually Twinkie's uh, cousin. Um, he's got his project that just released off of my label as well, Global Music Group. It's called Arrest Undone. When I tell you this boy is sick, he is unbelievable. <laughs> and you can hear him in this track. He's on the harmonies. You can see him in yes. the video. Uh-huh. The industry has nothing. I mean, they're not prepared. They're not prepared for what he's about to bring. And he's created, you know, something called um, Rhythm and Gospel. You know, we're not doing R&B anymore. So mm, watch out, mm. Wow, wow. And, and I want everyone to just listen to this track. Um, as, as it progresses, um, you, you get the strings in the, in the, you know, in the beginning. And just when you say, oh, that was nice, and it comes back one more time so you can hear it again. And then after there, it just takes off. Just a snare drum with a march. Just as simple as that is. It, everything just fits together like puzzle pieces. It's just an amazing track. And, um, you know, there, there's not a piece of music out there right now that I love more than this piece. Uh, I'm telling you, it is wow. phenomenal. Wow. All right, here it is. All right, let's do it. Bonnie let's with Always There. It wasn't for your love I don't even know how I would get this far Just when life had beat me down It was you who was there to pick me
Man, that song blesses me every time I hear it. I've been listening to it all day, and I still wasn't ready for that. <laughs> wow. That means so yeah. much to me. That that truly, truly does. Um, every time I hear that song, I just smile because my man and Byron really turned up on that record, and it's, it's so perfect. I remember when we shot the video. Shout out, um, you know, Jason with um, – the team that shot my video, Mark Jason Welch and everybody mm. else that uh, that really killed the killed the video, uh, flew Byron up to DC where I'm from. We actually shot the video to always there in my home church of Galilee oh, okay. United Methodist Church, the church that I grew in uh, grew up in, and it's a historic location. But we really just you know at first kind of bought him up to be there to support, but. You know, the more Jason, the director, started listening to the track, he's like, no, man, Byron is a huge part of it. So Byron went mm-hmm. from just doing the harmonies on the track to actually being a feature, and he's mm-hmm. featured in the video. And, you know, I- I'm really excited just for everything that God is going to do with that song and just the fact that it's touching so many more people than just people in church. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely, because of that sound. That sound is just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, you really show your pipes on this one as well. Um, really, really, uh, you know, you have an amazing tone to your voice because Thank when you. you sing, you, you're still, you know, using every note to sort of portray the message. I mean, there, there's a certain part when you're even saying, in my time of need, right, there's an intensity there. And then you change the note and it drops and you feel a release. And it's like, man. I mean, I, I'm just way too into this thing. I, I need to calm down. <laughs> no, you definitely don't. I mean, the, look, you're oh making me feel so happy, always there. Oh my it's a reason gosh. why we put that out first. And, you know, I've been blessed to be able to share it in so many different arenas. Um, I mean, I, as you know, I was voted Mrs. Gospel International. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm the current reigning Mrs. Gospel International. And I've been able to perform it at um the Miss USA Fort Lauderdale pageant I was able to perform it at um the plus size Miss plus size America pageant I was able to perform it at several several pageants and it's just a blessing to be able to share this particular song in so many different you know venues and arenas and I just got a call not to even you know talk about things that, that aren't really pressed out yet, but I literally before this interview just got a call from a place in Orlando called Give Kids the World. And mm. I mean, philanthropy is my thing. Children, I love, love, love them. Giving back is my life. So they're actually a partnership with um, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And they okay. um, are a village for children with terminally, uh, you know, that are terminally ill. They come to with their families from all over the world, and they do whatever it is they could ever imagine. So mm. on Mondays, wow. every single week, on Monday they have Halloween. On Thursday they have, they have a full-blown Christmas with Santa Claus and snow and everything. I mean, in the seven days that this family gets their free vacation there, they're able to do anything their heart desires, and they're able to see the course of a year in seven days so that they don't make it to the next Christmas, or if they don't make it to the next mm. Halloween or the next mm. Thanksgiving, they've had mm. the time of their lives. They just asked me to come and perform um, there. I'll be going there in August. Wow. And if you can, put me in contact with their spokesperson. I'd love to talk more about what they do as well. 
Absolutely. I mean, I never even knew a place like that existed. I visited them last Tuesday in Orlando, and I was overwhelmed by mm. the amount of joy on the families and the children's faces. So it is just a blessing. Always there is, um, you know, it's a big deal. So I, I love that you love it, and um, you know, thank you for for all the all the kind words. Yeah, yeah. We only have about fifteen minutes left in the show, so. What we're going to do is we'll jump on the next track, which is Praise Him. And then after that, when we come back, um, you can talk about all your social media, how people can connect with you and all of that. So just give us a little bit of um, rundown in this church song. This is the one that um, pretty much, I guess, it's for everybody that they can understand exactly what they're listening to. <laughs> so that's exactly what this is. This is good old church music. Um, this is actually... Um, Another song that God gave to me in my living room with my husband, I said, I want to write again. And he gave me praise him and I wrote praise him. And I have to give a major shout out to my brother-in-law, Big L. Big L. Well, we call him Big L. His name is Larison Lewis. He is, my husband's the master musician, right? My husband plays everything, you know, but he's uh, on the production side. Larison is another, I don't know how their mom, shout out my mother-in-law, um, Miss Nikitris Lewis. I don't know how she had two like amazing genius musician sons, but Harrison <laughs> is a legend in the gospel arena. He's played behind everyone in every church. He's traveled the world playing. He's a, a genius organist and pianist. And he actually got on this track playing the bass. So my husband and him collaborated. And of course, who better to get that real church sound from than you know, my boy, Big L. So they collaborated, and there are live instruments on this track. This is for my good old people that just want to go to church, you know, just like back in the day. They, they want to have that church feeling. And one thing about it, I believe in praising God in everything. You know, I grew up in the Methodist church, so we didn't do too much clapping and saying amen. And I definitely had never seen anybody shout or, uh, you know, catch a spirit until I came down to South Florida, you know, by the way, I have to shout out my home church in South Florida, the place of deliverance in Pompano Beach, Florida, under the Apostle John Edwards and Pastor Marilyn Edwards, the anointing one that church is unbelievable. And I have a, I know for without a shadow of a doubt that that church and the ministry there and the prayer warriors there and the leadership there had so much to do with me being able to hear God when he spoke to me and changed my life around. So you know, just being in, in an environment where I feel in love with real church going, folks, real church mm -hmm. atmosphere. Not to say that church is an amazing place because I, I have more of a street ministry. You know, I, I believe that there's a lot of craziness that goes on in churches. That is the reason that a lot of people don't go to church. But for the people that do it, for the people that wanted to feel that church, you know, essence, I wanted to give them something like praise him, which is opposite from, you know, anything that I uh, I ever do it. And before you, you know, you do play this, I do want to give another great shout out to my, my grandma down here, Betty Lewis, who is the owner of BG Soul Food Restaurant. It's a legendary spot in Fort Lauderdale, who was the first person to get this song in regular rotation down here in South Florida on the radio. Wow. <laughs> so I'm excited to, uh, you know, to, to, to have you play it and let's go to church. All right, here we are, Tiavani with Praise Him on Turn It Up. Hey, how y'all feeling? 
TiavaniLewis.com. You all can check out my website as well. And, uh, yeah, you know, that, that's the main thing. Of course, on YouTube, Tiavani Lewis, check me out. Make sure you all go and check out Always There on YouTube. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Make yeah, sure you call yeah. me here in D.C., W-H-U-R, Jackie Gill's web. Call and request it on Sunday, 104.1 Praise. Y'all ask them when they're going to start spinning Always There. And, um, you know, just. That's, that's definitely how you can reach me. But I do have to mention just a few more people that are a huge part of everything that I have going on. I've got some amazing people behind me and some amazing people praying for me in addition to my family, my parents, you know, my mom, Tanya, my father, Star Hardy, both of my brothers. But also, you know, shout out the, um, you know, Icon La Familia. You all are a huge part of my prayer system, my support system, of course, my partner, my business partner and one of my best friends, my sisters, Natalie, Nicole, and just my whole, the whole Lewis family down here in South Florida. I'm from the Richmond and Washington, D.C. area, but since I've been here in South Florida, my family, my church family, my supporters, South Florida gives me so much life and just, just so much support. So, Michael, it has been, let's just say that God is not done, God is not through, but what he has been doing is mind-blowing, and I know for sure he, he definitely has more work to do on me, and I'm open to hearing him and receiving exactly what I need to do for his kingdom. Um, but as I continue to grow in the spirit and as I continue to grow, you know, in my business and in my ministry and as an individual, I'm just excited to continue to connect with people like yourself who are giving artists like me a platform you know, to be able to share what we have going on. So I just want to thank you for having me and for listening to my music and for being a supporter. You know, this has been an amazing blessing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for dealing with the um, technical difficulties we had in our previous show. I'm glad we finally got it on. It happened. I'm excited to have you back. We don't let the stop our show. We don't let the devil stop our show. The enemy attacks every Every time something major is going to happen, the enemy attacks. So we just, mm-hmm. you know, put them under our feet, stomp on them, and keep it going. We laugh at them, and we keep moving. All right. Well, we have run out of time. You make sure you come back again and bring some of your um, recording artist mates with you. And we really appreciate you, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. On behalf of myself and Global Music Group, Michael, you've been awesome. You all be blessed. All right. We'll do. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Sure thing. Well, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. But before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what? Of you.